0: David Hasselhoff searched for it the rock band queen broke away for it george michael sang about it many other artists poets creators authors wrote spoke made films about it i am of course talking about freedom but what is freedom what does it mean for you on me you know what does freedom look like for me what does it look like you. And that's what I'm going to be covering in today's episode. Hi, I'm Jerry Sadler and welcome to the Punk Living Journal, the raw no-frills podcast which is raising awareness about living in a more peaceable, unifying, nurturing and cooperative way so that we can make the choices, have the freedom to make those choices we want for the life we desire. So freedom freedom looks different to many people and it comes in various forms you have financial freedom you, you have freedom of choice you have freedom to vote you have freedom to make a decision about what you want to do in life all kinds of different kinds of freedoms but what does it actually look like and if you look at financial freedom someone once said I think it may have been Warren Buffett, or Buffet, you want to call him Warren Buffett. I think he said one time that financial freedom, to be financially free, means that you live off your income for two years without touching your savings. In other words, you live off your disposable income that you have in your bank account for two years and not once dip into your savings and that is financial freedom for me I would say financial freedom would be about 10 grand a month 10 grand a month would take care of all my needs and leave me extra to save to pay for other things that I want some pleasures in life some traveling or whatever I'll be quite happy with 10 grand a month to get that 10 grand a month I'd probably have to earn twice that because of taxes and uh, national insurance and things like that. On the wages I get now I, I get a fifth of that it works out altogether about two grand a month disposable income after taxes and everything and I'm quite happy with that at the moment it helps me to pay my bills I have a bit left over to do a few things I want but not everything. Which is why I said 10 grand a month would be a lot better, obviously. And for you, that could mean perhaps even a lot more. Perhaps you want a million dollar a year or a million pound a year lifestyle. Or perhaps you'd be quite happy with 50, 60,000 a year. We're all different. We all have our own ideas of financial freedom. The main thing is that we have our needs taken care of. In other words, all our bills are paid And you know any other we have money there in case anything extra comes up that is unexpected and we're able to pay that or if we want to go out and just buy something that costs a few hundred quid or a few hundred dollars we can do without worrying about what's on our bank account so that's a kind of financial freedom freedom of choice we don't always have that because We have rules and regulations. We can't all do just what we want, when we want, with who we want kind of thing because that would be anarchy. And even in an anarchist-style society, you haven't got total freedom because there's always a leader telling you what to do. You know, if you see the films and so on about post-apocalypse, they always have this anarchy-style society and there's always one particular figure like a dictator gang ruler or whatever who is dictating what other people should be doing basically they can do what they want but they still have to obey him or her with what they say as well so no not talking about anarchy most definitely not but the only way I feel that we could get absolute freedom would be if we as individuals just lived on our own little desert island kind of thing just by ourselves our own little island just by ourselves no one else around we make our own choices we make our own decisions we do what we want day in day out now that would be a very lonely existence I'm sure you'll agree so that's probably not a way forward either when it comes to that we don't want that kind of freedom and if you had someone there you'd still wouldn't have that freedom because you'd have to take their choices into consideration. And that's what we do in society. We take other people's choices into consideration. However, we're very fortunate here in the Western world, in Europe, in America, in other places, you know, Australia, Canada, and so on, because we have that freedom of choice. We have that freedom to choose the politics that the party we want to vote for. We have that democratic right to vote. Others such as in North Korea, China, parts of Russia, and so on, don't have that freedom. They are curtailed by the, the ruling government of the time, and whoever's ruling that government. Now, so they don't have the same kind of freedoms that we have when it comes to society, We're making choices. So for them, freedom would be the being able to make their own choices, have that freedom, to choose what they want to do, who to vote for, or what to wear, who to associate with, who to socialize with, and so on there's many other societies when it comes to relationships and so on. they have strict rules about who the say that the females within that society can associate with they 're not allowed to marry, for example, outside of their culture or associate with even other uh, denominations within their own culture and things like that. They have strict rules and in some cases they don't even have the right to an education or at least an advanced education. So those kinds of freedoms would be important to those people. That's what freedom would look like for them. Being able to have a, a university education, being able to, if they wish to, for um, marry someone outside of their religion, outside of their culture because they're attracted to them. And likewise they'll be attracted to them obviously. They have the right to a same-sex marriage if that's what they wanted, or same-sex partnership. They have the right to choose to have children or not that have that kind of freedom. But what does freedom look like to you in your particular world? What does it look like to me and obviously i'm very fortunate because i live in the uk i have a lot of these freedoms yes there are restrictions and regulations i have to follow because of the law and i believe that is the right thing to do to have those restrictions like i said anarchy is not the way to go i have the right to choose if i want to vote if i, if, if I don't want to vote i have the right to choose who I'd like to approach for a a, a relationship. I have the right to choose what I want to eat, what I want to drink, what I want to wear, how I look. Yes, you'll get governmental advice because of health reasons, this, that and the other. But I still have the right and the freedom to choose to take that advice on board or ignore it. I have those freedoms. Now for me, I've experienced... A curtailing of those freedoms, to an extent, when I was with Jehovah's Witnesses. And it's one of the the things, there's there's a number of things that, that helped me to make the decision to leave. And one of the ones was this, it came down from the governing body about the kind of books that we read. And I'm a book lover, I love to read. And Jehovah's Witnesses publish a lot of books, a lot of written material, books and magazines, and they have a lot of interesting stuff in them. Not always biblical. There's some scientific stuff as well or natural stuff. But a lot of it, obviously, the vast majority of it is biblical. And it, it gave me a clearer understanding of the Bible and so on. Uh, at least started to give me that understanding. After further research, obviously, things change a bit. However, this kind of, I don't know what you call it, directive, if you like, in the disguise of advice came down from the government body and the government body Jehovah's Witnesses they're the ones who oversee the whole running of uh, Jehovah's Witnesses worldwide from the headquarters in Brooklyn in uh, New York they said that we didn't need any other books other than those published by Jehovah's Witnesses and that got my goat up I didn't agree with that at all Because who are they to say what I should read or not read? I could understand where they were coming from because they were, let's say, frightened or concerned that if we read books by other authors, by people outside of that organisation, we would be influenced by them. And that would have a detrimental effect to the Jehovah's Witness organisation because ideas would be popping up and so on. And certainly, I got told off a few times for implanting different ideas into my questions, into my talks that I gave, because they give you an outline and you're supposed to stick to that strictly. And I added other material to those outlines, and I was reprimanded for it on a few occasions. And in the end, I wasn't even allowed to give public talks. So there's a whole lot of things like that. You know, I felt restricted in that sense. And when you've got your freedom restricted, that creates animosity. And when you've got animosity, you, know, you are tempted to do things which you wouldn't ordinarily do. You know, you'd rebel, basically. And you may regret that action later on. For me, with Jehovah's Witnesses, I just left. I just stopped going to the meetings and I just left. I, mean, I don't know if I'm even still classed as a member as such. It's quite possible that I'm no longer am. But I haven't been officially told, so <laughs> but I'm not really bothered one way or the other. But that just gives you like a, a kind of a, a flavour of how your freedom can be restricted. And for me, in that particular instance, I was being denied the freedom to read whatever material I chose to read. You know, and and this, this wasn't just just books. About other religions or uh, religious studies or anything like that. This was all books. This was even, you know, uh, fantasy books or uh, adventure books and stuff like that. They were restricting you because they felt they had a bad worldly influence on its members, you know, and would make it a bad impression and so on. So they didn't like it, so they tried to stop stopped it. Whether that's still there or not I don't know. I haven't been with the Jehovah's Witnesses now for over a decade so I don't know what kind of situation is happening there now whether that's still a policy or a directive or whatever. But I can imagine that it could well be. So what does freedom look like for you? Have you thought about it? How would you feel free? Would it be a case of having enough money to have a certain lifestyle where you could do what you want, when you want, how you want and with whom you want. Is that the kind of freedom that you want? Is that how you would feel you were free? Uh, is it a monetary thing? Or is it a political thing? Is it a political freedom of some kind where you're able to vote for whoever you wanted or not vote should you choose not to? Or is it a social or cultural thing? situation where you can associate with other members you know other people outside of your organization your religious organization your political organization your cultural society whatever so there's no restrictions there is that the kind of freedom that you would enjoy so different kinds of freedom means different kinds of things obviously to different people there's no one set Uh, what would you call it definition of freedom because there's so many variants of it but in a very basic sense freedom means freedom of choice that's how I would describe it freedom of choice when you've got freedom of choice you can do whatever it is you want to do obviously within the confines of the law however You also have the freedom of choice to break those laws or to bend those rules should you wish to choose so. And no one can deny you that because that is your choice. Obviously, there are consequences to be had should you choose to do so. And this is the kind of freedom I would like for everyone. To have that choice to choose to do whatever it is they wanted to do with whoever, however, and so on. And obviously for everyone to have the monetary support to be able to do so. Because like I said, for, for myself, 10 grand a month that would suit me nicely. If it was more than that, even better. If it was more than that, I know I could also use that money to help others as well, which is what I probably would do. In fact, I know I would do. So I'd be quite happy to have 10 grand a month, to have a comfortable home. Uh, Maybe a car, maybe not. I'm not particularly keen on either option at the moment. But yeah, just to live comfortably and be able to focus on doing my podcasts or helping people in other ways. Not having to have to go to work is another way I would describe my freedom. Because I've worked since I was 16. So that's over 40 years now. I've done my bit as far as I'm concerned. And I've served my country and all that. So I'm quite happy now to focus my energies on other ways and other things which bring me joy, which help me to live a life which I desire and which would also help others because I've used those energies. In a more focused way, more focused way to to help others to improve their lives, such as I am trying to do through this podcast. So I'll ask you again what does freedom mean for you? Let me know. Leave a comment, leave a message, get in contact with me. I'll put the details below in the show notes. If you listen to this on Anchor, you can send me a voice message. I'd love to get one from you, and, and maybe we can start up our conversation about this as well. Join my Facebook group, Punk Living, and leave your thoughts there. What does freedom mean to you? So thank you so much for listening. This has been Gerry Suther of the Punk Living Journal, and I'm looking forward to speaking with you once again very soon.